This is the Troll Patrol. Why? With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Monday. Fuck Mondays. No, no, I got no problems with Mondays. I'm actually glad. I am glad that the Troll Patrol moved to the Sunday time slot. Sunday through Thursday. Mondays used to be like overloaded with shit. Now I feel like I'm on top of things. We've already talked about all the news from the weekend. I originally didn't want to do it because I just thought Monday through Friday sounded sounded easier. It was easier promotion. Then with the, you know, advent of the Friday Night Freak Show, or the resurrection of the Friday Night Freak Show, might I say. But that's that. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight. By the end of the show, we're going to see a bulldog jumping on a trampoline. I think everyone is going to enjoy that. What's not enjoyable is that a man in Texas killed a couple because he said they were performing magic abortions. I think Stargraving shot this over to me last night. I forgot to fucking look at it again. I had seen the headline, but I didn't know the details. I don't know all the details right now, but I've actually like looked at the story. Dude said this couple was performing magic abortions. A sheriff in Florida is defending this wild footage. You, we're going to watch it together. You guys may have already seen it. Apparently, they just unloaded multiple clips into a suspect. I don't know exactly what happened, but the sheriff is defending it, saying evil can never be dead enough. Evil can never be dead enough. That is not the way you want a government agent to be talking about an interaction with a citizen. This country has gone off the fucking deep ends. Even if the dude was fucking guilty of whatever the fuck he's accused of. Or per- person, I don't know that it was a. De- I don't even. I don't know the details. We'll we'll cover that when we get there. Fucking Nazi got arrested in D.C. There's been another fucking attempted terrorist incident. I've got my fuck Nazi shirt on today because fuck Nazis. No literal Nazi. He had a he had white supremacist shit all over his truck, including a swastika. We're going to talk about the infrastructure. We're going to talk a lot about the infrastructure bill. We're going to get really into the weeds with that. Plus, we got a lot of good video. There were congressional hearings today. Congress is back in session, finally. And, of course, infrastructure is a topic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to get into infrastructure. But all these congressional hearings I've got are about Afghanistan. (laughs) I got confused there. I'm sorry. I'm I'm too high for this. Maybe I'm not high enough. I don't fucking know. But now, <laughs> usually I'm just scrolling through and there's Dan Crenshaw. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll leave it on Dan Crenshaw so I can do my little joke. But this time I left it on Dan Crenshaw and uh, like I actually X'd out of the page. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't even remember what the fuck he was bitching about that I wanted to rant about. But I went to Dan Crenshaw's page and I just saw this is actually his pinned post. 
Good afternoon, Cricks. Welcome. His pinned post. Now, before before we watch this video, uh, it's about two minutes. The conservative guide to the culture wars. I would just like to remind everybody that I would give everything I own, every penny to my name, to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye, pussy. So let's see what Crenshaw has to say about conservative guide to the culture wars. The culture wars, which are the the culture wars of which he's a veteran of. That's how he lost his eye, right? He's a vet of the culture wars. Love and patriotism. A victor mentality is better than a victim mentality. Free speech is absolute. Hate speech is not an objective term. It doesn't matter what kind of gun you restrict. Criminals still hurt. What the, what the, what the, what? What does objective term mean? It's not an objective term. What? I don't, I don't understand what you mean, but none of this makes sense to me. It doesn't matter what kind of gun you restrict. Criminals will still hurt people, he says. It doesn't matter what kind of law you pass against murder. People still going to murder people, so why not just abolish all the... It doesn't matter if you pass a mask mandate. The kids aren't going to wear them. I do not understand these people. Why don't you apply that logic to your state, Dan Crenshaw? You are a representative from Texas. Why don't you go and tell the governor of Texas that it doesn't matter... How many laws you pass about abortion? All you're going to do is hurt women. So let us protect ourselves. You get to keep the wealth you create and pass it on to your kids. You're not creating wealth. You're part of this mechanism called society. And you depend on other people. Like this, I, I understand the concept of individual freedom, individual liberty. I'm all about it. I am very original. And that's the thing that really gets to me. Is I am an incredibly original individual. As, as stereotypical as I may be. My, my friend and I had a conversation about this the other day. We got really stoned and talked about how like you look at me and you know, like, hey, he smokes pot. He listens to this kind of music, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm a very complex individual while being wrapped in a bunch of goddamn stereotypes. Undeniable. You can guess what side of the political spectrum I'm on by looking at me. You know that I smoke pot. But now nobody nobody's going to argue that like I, I am a wholly original creation. There are a lot of fucking things about me that you don't get with your other stereotypical uh, aging liberal hippie douches. I look like the... That's how stereotypical I am. Uh, fucking 10, 15 years ago on South Park, they had, you know, I think it was the Douche and Turd. It might, it might not have been. It might have been a different episode. But they had, like, a, a talk show. And they had, you know, like a crossfire. They had a conservative representative. And then they had, a, you know, the left-wing representative. And it was aging liberal hippie douche. Looks exactly fucking like me. The fucking character... Aging liberal hippie douche looks exactly like me. <laughs> Which I find hilarious. But I, I I don't understand how you're not getting that you were falling. Well, I mean, Crenshaw 
is a propagandist. He probably is smart enough to get it. I don't know. Maybe not. Crenshaw, I'm a little iffy on whether he's intelligent or not. But, like, you're being used by the oligarchs that run this country in order to get your followers to hate me so that you won't join with me in collective action. Warlord, have you seen the video where he's, like, fucking Mission Impossibling? And like, I think it was an election ad. He was, like, coming for the Antifas and all that shit. Like, that is a wild-ass video. The only, like, it says pass it on to your kids. I see that phrase on the screen. Like, the only thing you're passing around to kids right now is the coronavirus. Your policies are passing coronavirus on to the kids. Speaking of guns, fucking school safety. We're we're only a few weeks into the school year. Officials in Florida, this this is another plug for what we got coming up later in the show. Officials in Florida have arrested two middle school children. They look like fucking babies. I saw their mug. I can't even believe I've seen their mug shots because they're underage. They look like fucking babies. You want to talk about passing shit on to kids. This violent mentality that the right wing instills in people. The government has no right to shut down your business or invade your home without due process. You are exactly right on that, Dan Crenshaw. Um, Mandates for public health have been decided in the courts. We know where the executive power lies. We know what the legislator's role is. That's what's called due process, Dan Crenshaw. This is established law. You're an idiot. You're an idiot, dude. Even in a pandemic. Wrong. should not have to compete against men in women's sports. Well, I mean, not wrong in that what he's saying is he's implying that the government is infringing on your rights without due process. No, due process is being followed during the pandemic. Due process is in place. Your assertion that there is no due process is wrong. Verifying ID to vote is not racist. It's common sense. Oh my god, I oh my fucking goddamn Yes, that statement in and of itself is true. Verifying ID to vote is not racist. You're correct. But Republicans are passing ID laws not because they care about the safety of elections, but because there are a small number of people who don't have IDs, of which they tend to be poor and in this country disproportionately the poor is a minority uh, a status. So by passing these voter ID laws, it was actually very cunning on the Republicans' part because, as I, as I mentioned, we lost this one. Public polling is in favor of IDs to vote. I mean, we just got to go with it, but now you challenge it If you're going to require an ID, the only way it's constitutional and not a poll tax is if you provide IDs to everybody. 
So that's the route that we have to take, and we have to make sure, like, ah, the government is providing a photo ID to people so that they can vote. But that's the whole reason. Republicans are a minority party, and they are doing everything they can to chip away at Democratic voters. Whether it's through the cynicism in their propaganda, whether it's through voting restrictions, fucking dirty tactics. We've seen them use dirty tactics. The North Carolina congressional race had to be thrown out. And when the, when, the, when the daughter of the political operative went to his house, she found all kinds of files about how they were rigging these races. Republicans will do anything to keep power, and it is disgusting. And this is a rhetorical trick to say, oh, verifying ID to vote isn't racist. No, but the Republican policy to limit who can vote based on ID is is you are doing it for racist purposes. Not necessarily for racist purposes. Does it disproportionately target people of color? Yes. They're doing it just to to get power and minority voters are likely Democrat voters and they know that. Borders and national sovereignty are not racist or xenophobic. Oh my God. Freedom without order. Order without law, law without morality, morality without religion, or religion without God. You're innocent until proven guilty, not the other way around. Well, you don't believe that. You don't believe that. You're a cop sucker. Dude, you don't believe that. You believe that people should be allowed to be killed in the streets by the state. Going against many of the other things that you've said in this video. Personal responsibility is a virtue. When when they say that thing about innocent until proven guilty, what they're talking about is in the court of public opinion. You can't say anything about me until I've been proven guilty. You can't call uh, Donald Trump a a child rapist because he was never convicted of it, but I'm going to call Joe Biden a pedo and it's on video. Seriously, that's exactly what they mean. Personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. This motherfucker has probably never taken personal responsibility for fucking anything in his life. When he says personal responsibility, he means it as a way to cut the social safety net. That's all that's all that's code for. And never give in to cancel culture. I wish we could cancel you. I'm tired of hearing your dumb ass. Stand for the anthem. Policies that favor one race over another Absolutely, absolutely, and gerrymandering. That's another issue that every time I bring it up, a the Republican response to it was like, well, Democrats do it too. Absolutely, absolutely. That's happened in Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York State. Absolutely. That's a reason for you to join with me to have a bipartisan commission that uses an algorithm to draw the districts, not based on political lines, but just like fucking randomly assigns people based on the most logical way to draw the district. So we don't have these fucking crazy ass goddamn places that put all the rich people packing in one district or put all the Democrats in one district or cracking a district by... Split like my when when I was in college, uh, the town I was in was split in half by the congressional district, so that we couldn't ever go blue. That's called cracking. The line for the congressional district ran right down the middle of the city, 
I wonder why. Because we were actually a liberal area. But, oh, my God, all our politicians were hard right. And, and, right-wingers should join with me to make sure that our government is more representative of the people. Even if that means that your political side loses out some. Because it's what's best for the country in the long run. Otherwise, you are putting your party over country. And you're a piece of shit. And it's Latinos, not Latinx. We need less abortion and more adoption. And it's okay to lose in competitive sports. And se- How does he even get to, like, it's Latinos, not Latinx. How does he get to say that? What, what authority does he have? What? This doesn't... The world needs... Less abortion and more adoption. Okay, there's 140,000 children right now waiting to be adopted. What the fuck is stopping you, Dan Crenshaw? Take a few of them in. Only second place trophies don't, they don't help anyone. Oh, fucking, you've got the loser president running around still talking about how he won and that the election was rigged. Talk about a fucking loser. I need some introspect. I need some introspect from the people in the Republican Party. Fucking look at yourselves. I don't know what he's like. With his one good eye, he's looking off at some script right here. It looks really weird that his his one eye is over this way. That's fucking with me. Second place trophies, they don't help anyone. And do you know what I would want to do to his other eye? I want to piss in his open eye socket. Give me that eye, pussy. We need more police, not defund the police. We don't tear up the past. Yes, yes, we need more of these motherfuckers unloading whole rounds into cars on people that supposedly you said were innocent until proven guilty. That's what I'm saying. Your positions don't make any fucking sense, Dan Crenshaw. We don't tear up the past. We learn from it. Oh, I'm sure you were against taking down the statute of Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee was against Confederate monuments. Said it would do nothing but keep open the wounds and civil strife. You didn't learn shit from it, Dan Crenshaw. You're full of shit. We learned from it. Which ones did we miss? Text culture to 49500. Tell us which ones we missed. Text it to him so that they have your number in a database so they can solicit money from you. That's exactly what that shit is. Let's talk about Afghanistan. Before we get into the congressional testimony, let's talk about this drone strike. This is a piece in the New York Times. actually a video we're going to watch. If I can, if I can get it working here. In one of the final acts of its 20-year war in Afghanistan, the United States fired a missile from a drone at a car in Kabul. It was parked in the courtyard of a home, and the explosion killed 10 people, including 43-year-old Zamarai Ahmadi. Was it a terrorist, though? 
according to his family. This is the attack I talked about the other day where we killed children. ...for the Islamic State and that his car was packed with explosives, posing an imminent threat to U.S. troops guarding the evacuation at the Kabul airport. The procedures were correctly followed. I know it's a righteous strike. What the military apparently did... I know it's a righteous strike. What the f- Fuck you, Millie. ...didn't know was that Ahmadi was a longtime aid worker who colleagues and family members said spent the hours before he died running office errands and ended his day by pulling up to his house. Soon after, his Toyota was hit with a 20-pound Hellfire missile. What was interpreted as the suspicious moves of a terrorist may have just been an average day in his life. Wow. The military saw Ahmadi loading into his car were water canisters he was bringing home to his family, not explosives. Using never-before-seen security camera footage of Ahmadi, interviews with his family, co-workers and witnesses, we will piece together, for the first time, his movements in the hours before he was killed. Fuck. Zemrai Ahmadi was an electrical engineer by training. For 14 years, he had worked for the Kabul Office of Nutrition and Education International. NEI established a total of 11 soybean processing plants in Afghanistan. It's a California-based NGO that fights malnutrition. On most days, he drove one of the company's white Toyota Corollas, taking his colleagues to and from work and distributing the NGO's food to Afghans displaced by the war. Only three days before Ahmadi was killed, 13 U.S. troops and more than 170 Afghan civilians died in an Islamic State suicide attack at the airport. The military had given lower-level commanders the authority to order airstrikes earlier in the evacuation, and they were bracing for what they feared was another imminent attack. To reconstruct Ahmadi's movement on August 29th, in the hours before he was killed, the Times pieced together the security camera footage from his office with interviews with more than a dozen of Ahmadi's colleagues and family members. Ahmadi appears to have left his home around 9 a.m. He then picked up a colleague and his boss's laptop near his house. It's around this time that the U.S. military claimed it observed a white sedan leaving an alleged Islamic State safe house around five kilometers northwest of the airport. That's why the U.S. military said they tracked Ahmadi's Corolla that day. They also said they intercepted communications from the safe house, instructing the car to make several stops. But every colleague who rode with Ahmadi that day said what the military interpreted as a series of suspicious moves was just a typical day in his life. After Ahmadi, He was walking around helping people. Fucking shit. And at 9.35 a.m., they arrived at the NGO's office. Later that morning, Ahmadi drove some of his co-workers to a Taliban-occupied police station to get permission for future food distribution at a new displacement camp. At around 2 p.m., Ahmadi and his colleagues returned to the office. The security camera footage we obtained from the office is crucial to understanding what happens next. The camera's timestamp is off, but we went to the office and verified the time. We also matched an exact scene from the footage with a timestamp satellite image to confirm it was accurate. At 2.35 p.m., Ahmadi pulls out a hose, and then he 
and a coworker fill empty containers with water. Earlier that morning, we saw Ahmadi bring these same empty plastic containers to the office. There was a water shortage in his neighborhood, his family said, so he regularly brought water home from the office. At around 3.38 p.m., a colleague moves Ahmadi's car further into the driveway. A senior U.S. official told us that at roughly the same time, the military saw Ahmadi's car pull into an unknown compound, 8 to 12 kilometers southwest of the airport. That overlaps with the location of the NGO's office, which we believe is what the military called an unknown compound. With the workday ending, an employee switched off the office generator, and the feed from the camera ends. We don't have footage of the moments that followed. But it's at this time, the military said, that its drone feed showed four men gingerly loading wrapped packages into the car. Officials said they couldn't tell what was inside them. This footage from earlier in the day shows what the men said they were carrying. Their laptops, one in a plastic shopping bag. And the only things in the trunk, Ahmadi's co-worker said, were the water containers. Ahmadi dropped each one of them off, then drove to his home in a dense neighborhood near the airport. He backed into the home's small courtyard. Children surrounded the car, according to his brother. A U.S. official said the military feared the car would leave again and go into an even more crowded street or to the airport itself. The drone operators, who hadn't been watching Ahmadi's home at all that day, quickly scanned the courtyard and said they saw only one adult male talking to the driver and no children. They decided this was the moment to strike. They just bombed a residential area. They just... This is sickening. And keep this in mind when we watch the uh, congressional testimony from the Secretary of State and the indignation coming from... It's not... There's no war going on. They're in an urban area. This was like the most peaceful area. Of, of of Afghanistan. This is this is in Kabul. <laughs> and there's no war going on. We're we left. You mean kill a few last children. Kill a few more for good measure. Make sure you make terrorists out of these families before we We mosey on out. Spent twenty years doing it. God damn. <laughs> A U.S. official told us that the strike on Ahmadi's car was conducted by an MQ-9 Reaper drone that fired a single Hellfire missile with a 20-pound warhead. We found remnants of the missile, which experts said matched a Hellfire at the scene of the attack. I don't know. I think drones should be outlawed. I, they they should be a war crime. that the missile strike set off other explosions, and that fucking war should be a fucking war crime. Significant secondary explosions from the targeted vehicle indicated the presence of a substantial amount of explosive uh, material. Because there were secondary explosions, there's a reasonable 
a conclusion to be made that there was explosives in that vehicle. But a senior military official later told us that it was only possible to probable that explosives in the car caused another blast. We gathered photos and videos of the scene taken by journalists and visited the courtyard multiple times. We shared the evidence with three weapons experts who said the damage was consistent with the impact of a Hellfire missile. They pointed to the small crater beneath Ahmadi's car and the damage from the metal fragments of the warhead. This plastic melted as a result of a car fire triggered by the missile strike. All three experts also pointed out what was missing, any evidence of the large secondary explosions described with the Pentagon. No collapsed or blown out walls, including next to the... See, Republicans are going to get all self-righteous and accuse the Biden administration of lying. ...by a large blast. No destroyed vegetation. But it's not going to be over this. It's going to be over bullshit. ...that a single missile exploded and triggered a large fire. There is one final detail visible in the wreckage. Containers, identical to the ones that Ahmadi and his colleague filled with water and loaded into his trunk before heading home. Even though the military said the drone team watched the car for eight hours that day, a senior official also said they weren't aware of any water containers. I, we need to prosecute people that do this shit. And if, if this is, is if, if we know about this one, and this is because of the attention that has been paid because of the pullout, imagine how many that we don't know about. All the fucking weddings and fucking people that work for NGOs, medics we have killed in our drone strikes, the children. It is disgusting. The intelligence that linked him to the Islamic State. But the morning after the U.S. killed Ahmadi, the Islamic State did launch rockets at the airport from a residential area Ahmadi had driven through the previous day. And the vehicle they used was a white Toyota. They just got the wrong car? Is that it? The U.S. military has so far acknowledged only three civilian deaths from its strike and says there is an investigation underway. They have also admitted to knowing nothing about Hamadi before killing him, leading them to interpret the work of an engineer at a U.S. NGO as that of an Islamic State terrorist. Four days before Ahmadi was killed, his employer had applied for his family to receive refugee resettlement in the United States. At the time of the strike... Wait, I don't understand why the U.S. is even allowed... Looking to the U.S. for protection... To fucking just drop bombs willy-nilly in other countries. In Fuck off. War. I don't... I don't... We don't have the authority to do that shit. What the hell? Our latest visual... I... Well, apparently not the American people. I have a feeling that, you know, this story isn't going to penetrate. Fuck, I barely heard about it. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken testified today in front of congressional panels. Now recognized Representative Scott Perry. We're going to watch several clips of GOP representatives. Uh, it, It seems like it got pretty contentious at this hearing today. So this is Representative Scott Perry. 
Pennsylvania for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. From Chairman. From Pennsylvania. Mr. Lincoln, assuming it's not classified, can you tell us where you are today? Uh, yes, I'm uh, at the State Department. Oh, couldn't couldn't be bothered to come down here and see Congress. All right, that's great. Uh, hey, my sir, excuse me, sir. My understanding is that con that the House is not in session, and that's why the I, session. I'm, is I'm right here, Secretary. So is the Chairman. So is the Ranking Member. We're in. We're here, me, Mr. Chairman. Reclaiming. Wow, wow, what an asshole! First, first off, Blinken was just in uh, Qatar like just a few days ago. So hey, he's appearing virtually. I would think if you've been traveling abroad during a pandemic, it's probably best that you, you know, limit your exposure anyway. But go on, Representative Perry. In my time, did state at any point in the evacuation process block American citizens from leaving Afghanistan? No, we did not. None. Your testimony before Congress is, is that state didn't block any American citizen. I don't remember hearing any reports of that. Officers, men and women, ran into the building from around the world to help it's, Americans get out. It's a simple yes or no. I and heard you do it with Mr. Connolly. You can do it with me. Yes or no? I'm, I just want to uh, clarify. You didn't block anybody. State didn't did block any American citizens. No. Uh, okay. They were there to help Americans right. get out. How many not Afghans not, not meeting the qualifications of SIV have been brought to the United States? Not meeting the qualifications. I, I want to know ahead, how please. many Afghan citizens came to the United States that had not met the qualifications for a special immigrant visa. We're in the process no, of no, no. How going many? through. How many? I, how many I, did I, you bring? You were just at Dulles. How many did you bring? We have. We will have by the end of the month. We will have brought a total of pro approximately sixty thousand that have uh, not met the SIV the process. Stand. Some of those will be. Some of those will have been through the SIV process. All of them, regardless of SIV status, will have gone through rigorous security checks first at the transit it'd point nice outside we, of the United it'd States. It'd be nice if that was done before States. we brought these people to the United States of America, Mr. Secretary. Well, which, which do you want? Like, you guys were losing your fucking minds about getting people out. Might I add that the Republicans voted against expediting that process he's talking about? States uh, before they are before they are resettled into like a couple months ago before these, we ever started uh, the pullout. Citizens that are allowed to leave these these uh, resettlement communities, Fort Dix, Dulles, etc., that are allowed to leave at any time they want. None of them are leaving unless they are vaccinated for COVID. Is that, is that your testimony? They're, te they're they're tested for COVID and vaccinated for COVID. Vaccinated before they leave. That's my understanding. All right. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Apparently, they've had a few measles outbreaks. The United States of America to take hard-earned tax dollars and pay terrorist organizations. What? It is not. It is not. So your testimony earlier was is that we're sending taxpayer dollars to Afghanistan right now for humanitarian relief. Who are we sending that to? To NGOs and to the United Nations agencies who are using that assistance, not to the Afghan government. Why the fuck would an NGO help you? Like, you kill them. We just saw a, like, apparently, like, he's pretty high up in this NGO, get drone striked. Not to the, not to the Afghan, the Taliban government. How are you accounting for that? How are you making sure that the Afghan, the Taliban government is, is, is not receiving that? As we do around the world in places of conflict where we provide humanitarian assistance, working through UN, uh, working through uh, NGOs, with long-tested methods to make sure that right. the assistance All right, I got goes it. to Let me ask you this. not to the government in question. Is it your understanding that over the past 20 years, the United States taxpayers have paid Pakistan, who has then used that money 
uh, to support the Taliban, the Haqqani Network, ISIS-K, Khorasan Group, etc. for the past 20 years. Is that, is that not I true? thought we funded gender studies in Pakistan. We should all look at together right. uh, about uh, the involvement of Pakistan. So I would say that we should no years. longer pay Pakistan and we should pay India. Let me, let me ask you this. I just have a couple more questions for you. Why are we paying anybody? I think it's interesting. How long was your recent interview with the FBI and was it a deposition? I'm sorry, I don't know what you're referring. Are you saying that you have not had a recent interview with the FBI since becoming Secretary of State? I'm, uh, I, I'm not sure what you're referring to, uh, and I'm happy to take that uh, up with you offline. Did the, did the State Department turn over documents to the FBI related to Hunter Biden, Burisma, <laughs> or the Blue State Strategies Corporation? <laughs> uh, you'll have to... Uh, so you have no the, knowledge uh, of this. You have had no. You don't. You, Hunter Biden. It would not be appropriate for me to comment uh, in a public forum on any uh, legal proceedings that the department. I'm not asking you to comment on the. Legal He's got five minutes to question the secretary of state. Since becoming secretary of state. Um, again, I'm not going to comment one way or another on any. And, and, and wanted to talk about Hunter Biden. That may or may not have uh, happened. Have you um, sought let, to, let me remind the gentleman that the topic of this hearing is Afghanistan. That's what we're looking for. I, I appreciate it, Mr. Chairman, but the secretary generally refuses to answer questions about Afghanistan, so I just figured we'd talk about something you should be intimately familiar with. Have you sought to alter any of your testimony? Who is this asshole? Investigation ...regarding this topic. Mr. Secretary. Gentlemen's time has expired. <laughs> also, for the record, make clear that this is a hybrid hearing. Just as members had an option to come or to be, uh, be other places. The secretary also. It's a hybrid hearing because we are not in session. Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry, Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry, if I could. Who seeks recognition? This is Congressman Issa. Uh, just, just for my edification, was it expressed to the secretary that he had a choice of either one or was he invited to come here, or was he alerted to remain there? And he I, just said you both had the option. He just said you both had the option. Yes, because I, I think we all agree that... Yeah, I saw that Fox Nation is bringing back cops. Better, but if, if it was an option or for whatever reason, because I want to make sure that it's clear that the secretary may have done no wrong, even though... Many of us would prefer him to be here. So. Secretary has done no wrong. It was an option, and I made it as an option as I've done with every member. Okay, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Fucking shit. Up next, we have Representative Joe Wilson, I believe from South Carolina. He is famous for the Obama State of the Union. Sure. 2009? No, no, it wouldn't be 2000. It would have been 2010. Obama's first State of the Union. We're like, uh, it might not even been the first, might have been the second. Like, it was after the Obamacare passage. And this motherfucker, like, yelled out, You lied! In my service on the Foreign Affairs Committee, the Global Terrorism Subcommittee, the Armed Services Committee, the NATO Parliamentary... I didn't know he was still in Congress. Commission. I've always been impressed by American Foreign Service diplomats worldwide. Their dedication to service is inspiring. That is why I am shocked at your actions superseding military advice leading to the surrender in Afghanistan to be a safe haven 
for murderous terrorists. Biden and Harris have also opened the southern border. Now I'm pretty sure this is the same hearing. This allows Representative Joe Wilson is like, why aren't you here with us? And then the next dude we hear from, Representative Joe Wilson. As many Americans as possible. Did I just did I just say Joe Wilson twice? Families have never been at a greater risk of a other dude was Scott Perry. As the global war on terrorism is not over, and then Wilson is sitting like in his fucking office, zooming in. As the grateful father of an Afghanistan veteran, I especially see your actions as indefensible. With twelve, ah, you came in at the you came in at the boring stuff. Army National Guard troops, the two eighteenth, or what you would find boring. Bob Livingston. I know firsthand they appreciated serving with their Afghan brothers. Give it about another hour, and we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some insane. Like, please stay tuned. The busting out of the Mexican cartel boss. We've got like fucking video of that shit. Uh, oh, we've got some sex stuff coming up because Lil Nas X has thanked the gay agenda for his win last night at the VMAs. Okay, guys. All right, let's let's talk about this. I'm I'm having an you know a dialogue with myself about exactly what the show should be. How much you know hard news do I do? And you know I'm leaning towards being more substantive and doing fucking congressional hearings and shit. But like. Sh- everybody on fucking YouTube is doing sensational stuff. I wanna I wanna be. I want to be above the fold while also yelling at people and calling them dumb fucks. So you guys let me know, should I do more of like the Fox news idiocy and the, the pop culture? Cause I don't really pay attention to pop culture stuff. Anyway, I do politics, but the more poppy kind of stuff. Yes. More boring. That's what I want. I want the more boring stuff. But then, like, you know, I've got friends that are like, hey, I, I'd love to watch you and support you, but, like, I'm just not into the politics. And I get that. This is not for... Watching this old dude fucking rattle on about... Fucking not fun. I get it. Even, even with me saying I'm not high enough for this and calling people dumb fucks and talking about, you know, eye pussies and shit. Like, it's still... It's, it's, it's still boring as shit. Anyway, Joe Wilson, continue. Yes, in building schools, agricultural projects, hospitals, and bridges and roads. My beliefs have been actually expressed by the New York Post editorial board on September the 1st. And that is... This shit had only got five minutes. Joe Biden told about Afghanistan. How can any American believe anything Biden says after he's lied so blatantly? Lie. If they're American citizens... What's he lying about, Joe? Is he lying about, you know, drone striking an NGO worker and calling him a terrorist? Is he lying about that and killing children? Is that what he's lying about with Afghanistan? I don't think that's what, I don't think that's the gripes you have with Afghanistan. That's why you and I aren't on the same page. Citizens left, we're going to stay until we get them out. Truth, Biden himself admits Americans remain stranded in Afghanistan. Lie, we're making the same commitment Biden said. Is he saying lying like he's like, Truth. Oh, lie. He's saying lie. ...to NBC News that the majority of Afghans didn't make it out of Kabul. Lie. The United States, 
states stands by its commitment. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it cracks you up. No, I, I believe he's in this congressional office. That's what the last clip we watched, the dude was all like, why aren't you here with us? Why are, why are you virtual? To this, to, he's, he's asking a question to the Secretary of State, but I have a feeling we're not going to see the Secretary of State. Truth. Not even a he's, he's just using his five minutes to make a political stand. But he's talking to the motherfucking Secretary of State right now. Army with air support. Truth. In the wake of Biden's withdrawal decision, he pulled the air support intelligence and contractors. The Afghan militaries couldn't operate. Line, July eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even we don't even get Blinken responding to what he says. Thirteen Marines murdered. But I believe we've got an interesting little thing that happens after. Mr. Secretary, uh, we only had 43 seconds left of the five minutes. So you, your response, I know you will not be able to answer uh, many of the questions that was put forward by uh, Representative Wilson. But if you choose, you have 43 seconds of which to respond <laughs> to whichever questions were asked to you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, let me simply thank... Uh, the uh, member for his support for the men and women of the State Department. I appreciated that part of the statement. Thank you. <laughs> That's some shade. That's cool. But now, after Wilson's segment here, I believe we cut to a different Democrat. I yield back. Oh, that, this must be a this must be a different section. So he's he's calling on Biden to resign here. You should resign. I yield back. For Blinken. Mr. Secretary, uh, we only had 43 seconds. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I must have been talking over where he said you should resign. Response. I know you know what Okay, so right after this part here. Many of the questions that was put forward by. This is where we want to get to. I now recognize Representative Jerry Connolly of Virginia, who's the president of the NATO Parliamentarian Assembly, for five minutes. Secretary Blinken, Anthony Blinken. Mr. Uh, Mr. Chairman, thank you. Uh, I guess I would say to my friend from South Carolina, if I were the member of Congress who committed one of the most grievous acts in a State of the Union address when the President of the United States, Mr. Obama, was our guest, to shout out you lie, I might take more care about enumerating other alleged lies in a hearing with the Secretary of State. Ooh. Sorry, it took us a little bit to get that burned. Brian Mast of Florida for five minutes. Brian Mast from Florida. As the transcript, the leaked transcript, as you referred to it, says. I believe this this is where we get the fireworks. President Biden worked with the coward exiled president of Afghanistan to manipulate the intelligence about the Taliban. What the president said to President, uh, then President Ghani uh, in, in private is exactly what he said in public, that the issue was not whether Afghanistan had the capacity uh, to withstand the, the Taliban. It's whether it had the will and the plan to do so. He He's urged him. The transcript is uh, a lie. That it's it's have false. That, uh, plan. It's incorrect. And, he did not and work. to bring people together You're in unity. You're saying it's false. It's a lie. It's incorrect. He did not work to tamp down the intelligence on the Taliban. Yes. Absolutely not. So the transcript is incorrect. No. That's your testimony uh, today. That 
the intelligence uh, that it doesn't say what you say it says, and that's a common problem with with right wingers. The Taliban and its capacity to uh, to take over the country. I think that everybody looking for an explanation about what happened and how everybody got it so wrong, how your administration got it so wrong, uh, needs to look at that as the most likely. Got what wrong? Asking the president to manipulate the intelligence. Bombing the bombing the children? Are you talking? That's my problem here. We watched a video about how the U.S. fucked up and thought they were killing a terrorist and killed an NGO worker and a bunch of children. Are you talking about that? Are you talking about getting that wrong? No. No, you're not. Because you don't want to bring... Because you... I would think it would be easy to use that instance against the Biden administration unless you wanted to be able to do that kind of shit. You wanted the military to get away with it. You think the U.S. committing war crimes is just fine and peachy. So you want to talk about how Biden lied about some some other shit. I know what he's referencing. It's the transcript of his phone call with the president where he's trying to... He tells him, like, we need to act like the government is strong even if it's not. And that's what he's talking about, tamping down on intelligence. Like, Biden's just telling the the president to be as forward-facing and strong so that the fucking soldiers don't just desert automatically, which is what happened. Deserve most to really hear the honest answers on that. It's these families. Marine Lance Corporal Kareem Nakui. His family deserves to truly know that. Marines Corporal, Marine Corporal Dagan Page. His family truly deserves to know. You know what Trump said about soldiers that died in war? They knew what they signed up for. Those children that got drone striked didn't sign up for that. They were innocent. Sister said he was going to be the best dad ever. They deserve to know if that's what happened and that's why everything went so wrong. Marine Sergeant. They shouldn't have ever been there to begin with. 23 years old. You can see her there holding a young child. Her family deserves to know if that's... This is what's called an emotive argument logic, by the way. He doesn't actually have a point. He's just wanting to tug at people's heartstrings. That's why everything went so wrong is because the intelligence was manipulated. Marine Corporal Humberto said... The intelligence was not manipulated. My kid was a hero. That's what was said. That's what her, his mother said. Deserves to know if that's why. And that's, and that's another thing that pisses me off so bad about them is that they will misinterpret anything, anything and everything and get it completely fucking wrong. Say people said shit that they didn't actually fucking say. But you can point to like Trump said, you know, inject fucking bleach in you. And they're like, he didn't actually say that. And they'll get super pedantic with you. And like, that's exactly, like, that's not exactly what he said. That's what he implied. We will try. I don't remember exactly how he said it. They deserve to know if that's what happened, if that's how, if that's how everything went so wrong in Afghanistan. Marine Corps Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo. Family deserves to know if that's why everything went so wrong, because you all worked to manipulate the intelligence of what was going on with the Taliban. Marine- Nobody worked to manipulate the intelligence. Joe, Bi- Joe Biden of all fucking people. He knew it. He knew it in, in 2009. We know this now. In the in the meeting with uh, General, what was it, Crystal or Petraeus, whichever, whichever fucking general it was, it might have been both of them. 
where uh, I, I think it was both of them. I think because it was Petraeus said that uh, the Afghan government was nothing but a criminal syndicate. And Joe Biden asked a question that was basically, well, what difference does it make if we stay there a day, if we stay there 10 years? If it's a criminal syndicate, it will still be a, a criminal syndicate no matter how long we stay there. So Joe Biden was on the money fucking 12 years ago. Fuck off, dude. Had a smile on his face, was the kindest person. They deserve to know if that's why everything went so wrong, because you all manipulated intelligence. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Knauss. He should be ashamed of himself. If he knows better, I don't doubt there's stupid members of Congress that don't fucking know any better. This dude actually believes the shit he's saying. If President Biden manipulated intelligence, and that's what led to everything going so wrong. Nobody manipulated intelligence. What you're saying is complete and total bullshit. How many more pictures have you got? I thought you were only focusing on the 13 and not the, uh, like, almost 300,000, or, I'm sorry, 300, the other three. 3,000 soldiers almost that died. Of 2020, we deserve to know what's going on with his relief. The thousands upon thousands of civilians that died. Whatsoever what you're saying about the administration not working to manipulate that intelligence to me, that is the most logical. The and once again, uh, Secretary Blinken not going to get the chance to respond to this. Got this so wrong about what was going to happen in Afghanistan. Why it would seem somehow logical for President Biden to leave the, quote, most advanced military weaponry. Why why some would not speak out against... I hope the chair gives him extra time. ...false intelligence because it was coming from the top down to manipulate it. In my opinion, that's absolutely aid and comfort to the enemy. I absolutely wonder if you were complicit in this as well. I find it hard to believe that President Biden would do that without you being aware of this. And these are things that we deserve to know better answers, have better hearings on this. I do not believe a word that you're saying on this. Simply put, I do not wish to hear from you. I'm not simply put, you a Congressman, what you said is dead wrong. Whoa, I'm not yielding a moment of time to you. Not even going to let the secretary say, please, please, chair, give him time to knock down that bullshit. There was to hear your manipulation of intelligence, when you period. In front of the camera, and you, you have all been regularly advised of the intelligence no assessments. Gentlemen, the, the gentleman was suspended. The gentleman's time, the gentleman's time has expired. And so has the secretary. The gentleman's time has expired. Yes, so the, secretary. the secretary can answer the question. I didn't ask him a question. This, you did ask a question. I don't want to hear from the secretary. The gentleman's time lies has expired. When he steps in front of the camera. That's the fucking get the sergeant in arms and yank him out. Fuck him. Expect secretary Taliban to live up the to the commitment to counterterrorism. Least believable thing I've ever heard. The gentleman's time has expired. People need to use common the sense. Well, time. the military, like, I've seen them like, oh, the, the Taliban has all this gear, blah, blah, blah. The military stripped everything. They've got, like, a, a, a protocol for that shit. Mr. Secretary, if you wish, you may answer the question. We don't need to hear lies. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, just to uh, respond briefly, what the congressman said is simply wrong. Period. Second, I think virtually every member of this committee has had access to or been apprised of the intelligence assessments throughout the year. And you know what they what they were. You know what they are. Uh, and we neither will, of these parties uh, represent me. Uh, those assessments and those briefings in the weeks uh, and months ahead. You've heard there's nobody to root for here. Say that he has not seen anything that indicated to him or to anyone else 
that the Afghan government and military would collapse in 11 days. The director of national intelligence. Who are you calling a bitch? Is it me? In the days leading up to the Taliban. Do I have channel points? Intelligence I don't know. agencies did not say collapse was imminent. This what am I supposed to do with them, Adam? I don't know how Twitch works, dude. In the intelligence community. Uh, and I could go on. So what uh, what has been said and alleged is simply not true. And that would be. I now recognize a gentlewoman from Nevada, if President Christina Biden, Titus was from Nevada. Intelligence. I now recognize for, for that five minutes. Sense. That's why it all adds up. Fucking just keeps talking over the chair. Should have absolutely grabbed the sergeant of arms and yanked him out. I believe we're still doing the Blinken hearing, and this is. Terry, you testified that. I, I, I wrote Representative Smith. I don't know who that is. Encouraged Americans to leave the country. But, you know, simultaneous with that was statements being made, including by President Biden, uh, that Afghans' military capability was 300,000 men strong uh, and that they had the best training imaginable. So at best, I would say they were misled. And you don't mention withdrawal conditions uh, that were placed uh, by President Trump uh, on any exodus from Afghanistan. But I do have a a couple of questions I'd like to ask. Yeah, but I I ain't got no channel points. President Biden's July 23rd phone call. Oh, I don't have that set up for you guys? Oh, I didn't know. Untruthful about the Taliban's success. According to Reuters, which reviewed both the transcript and the audio, President Biden said... Can you as a moderator do that? Whether it be true or not, there is a need to project a different picture. Was that... Oh, shit, that's a... President Biden or was... Are you, are you guys serious? You probably do have a, a shit ton. Oh my god, that's like free money for me. I should, I don't know how to do that. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about at all. I don't know how any of that shit works. I mean, I know I've got channel points. Because I every time I go into somebody's stream, I try to spend them. Okay, Warlord, I will do that. I will totally do that. Uh, I'm missing out on some shit, I guess. I was wondering why nobody hop trains my fucking shit. That was fiery, though, between Representative... Who the fuck was that guy? Representative Mast. Well, see, that's what I... I set up emotes. I only have three emotes, though, and I had told somebody that I was going to give you guys more emotes because I thought I got a notification that I had more emotes, but no, I do not have more emotes. I do not know how to... Yeah, I don't know how to do any... Is that... Is that Johnny Rotten? I don't know who that fucking emote is. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, I don't know what... I know what level I am on, you know, like, Injustice. I know what level I am on, like, fucking God of War. The games I'm playing right now. I don't know about no fucking level on Twitch. Which I need... Man, like, I've got the capture card and everything to play my PS5. It's just... It's a fucking headache to get everything set up. And I can't ever get the fucking audio working. One of these days, I'm going to start streaming my games. 
I mean, I've made you. You guys have emotes. You got the troll and the and the snake. I don't have more slots. Yes, I'm an affiliate and don't even. And I got I got to affiliate like extremely fast. I've been affiliate most of the time. I've been on Twitch. I appreciate you guys for that. But yeah, I don't I don't know how Twitch works. I barely know how doing moderation on other people's channel works. I get a little like giddy about doing it when I'm over on like Echoplex and shit. It's not it's not it's not my fucking it is not my setup. It is the capture card with the audio. It has nothing you f- Dave is always like talking about Linux to me and everything. I'm like, I I would have to dual partition if I did Linux. So what's the point? I would have to keep Windows for all the fucking programs that I've tied into. It's like, I've got a million different programs that I have to sign into, apps I have to sign into for different clients I have. Every different client has a different version of Slack, Asana, blah, 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 blah. And I got to be able to be flexible to service all my clients, you know. So I would, I would, I would have to do. I don't think I can. I don't think I can Linux with Adobe either. And I'm a, I'm an Adobe fanboy. That Dan Crenshaw Stinger that that was totally made in After Effects. I have a second laptop. I have a laptop that I do illegal things on. Can you guys not turn that on? You guys have moderator fucking shit. I'm pretty sure all of you are like the the highest fucking form of moderator I can make you that gives you like the most privileges. Am I getting lectured by my chat tonight? What an interesting conversation this has turned into. (laughs) I'm not high enough for this. Rewards for... Oh, oh! So I have to create the things like the hydrate and shit. What do I make? Do I let you guys decide like you want a fucking, you know, a moron pop-up or something? Okay, and also, like, the only reason I haven't made it to where it pops up and says, like, you know, new follower and, you know, uh, has, like, the alerts and shit and makes the fucking emotes go across the screen is because I can't also do it for, like, YouTube, too. And I feel like I'm discriminatory if I don't... I should I should totally set it up for you guys to be able to like have your emotes go across the screen and shit, shit, nah. You guys want that. Alright, I will work on that. I I um I don't know. I, I, I like. I'm lazy. 
I don't feel I don't feel like doing. And usually, what it is is I get to like I have to log in and go verify an email or something. I'm like, fuck this shit, and I just quit. Oh, I've spent plenty of time thinking about it. I spend too much time thinking about it. I'm not high enough for this shit. I was going to try to go short tonight because I got work to do. But, like, I'm not even a fucking... A fucking fifth of the way through this shit. Okay, who's this dude? Representative Smith. I don't know where he's from. He's just Representative Smith. He's like the... He's like the what? He was the the agent in the Matrix. It's Mr. Smith. Was or was that lie scripted into the phone call? And if it was scripted, by who? Secondly, I will totally do. I'll, 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 I'll totally. Arrested, beaten, abducted, or killed by the Taliban or ISIS K since we left. Thank you, Adam. Let yeah. me Absolutely. let me pull that up so I've got it so I don't forget about it later. Third, were there any gaps or weaknesses in the vetting process of Afghan evacuees? Especially Thank you, sir. in light of the fact. Goober Smith, I love it. He looks like a goober. Many who got parole wasn't available to conduct a meaningful background check. Are you concerned that the Taliban may have embedded its members as evacuees? I visited our base at Fort Dix recently uh, with some of the other members of Congress and our governor and asked a number of questions. But I was very concerned about the, the vetting, or lack thereof, and the fact that parolees, about 70% strong at our base at least, we're going to go up to about I love that they are both uh, they concerned that Biden isn't bringing out enough people, and they are concerned about the vetting they're doing of the people that they are bringing out. Finally, one of the profoundly negative consequences outside of Afghanistan. Consequences. Uh, Not to make fun of somebody who fucked up the way he's talking, because I do it all the goddamn time. CCP run Global Times, and I read it every day, are saturating the Taiwanese with messages to give up and surrender to Beijing because the United States will, just as it did in Afghanistan, abandon them too. That's what the Global Times is saying. But if you could start off with the first question, I would appreciate it and go through them. Thanks very much, Congressman. Let me see if I can address all those questions. Uh, first, with regard to the phone call you cited, I'm obviously not going to uh, comment on leaked, uh, uh, purportedly leaked uh, transcripts of phone calls. Here's what I can tell you. What the president said uh, in that conversation with... Um, uh, I didn't see anything wrong with it is exactly what uh, he was saying in public. Uh, and it's this, that the issue is not the capacity at that point of the Afghan government and the Afghan security forces uh, to hold the country and to hold Kabul. It was their will and whether they had a plan to do so. And we were concerned that they were not demonstrating that. No, way. they didn't have a plan uh, to do so. They were always going to flee. They were always going to take the money and run. His forces based on the military advice. Was it Steve Miller band? Leaders to make sure that he could defend uh, the places that needed defending and not overstretch those forces. And he needed to bring people together. Uh, I understand the that. But question is about the truth that was what, That's what he said. I, I only got a few country. minutes. Uh, yeah, and, not it's true or not. and I mean, like, you're never going to hear this from the administration, but the real thing that he was wanting to do is he was wanting the government to act like it was going to stay together and that it was tough because they wanted to allow enough time for the U.S. forces to evacuate. Once they get everybody out of there, up. Oh, U.S. press isn't going to care. Biden just didn't want something to happen before we got out of there, which is what fucking happened. 
And now the Republicans are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. Was it a real, I mean, is the transcript untrue? Uh, again, uh, I'm, not, I'm not commenting on any purportedly uh, leaked transcripts. I'm telling you what, uh, based on my uh, knowledge of the conversation the president said, uh, and uh, what he said was exactly what he said in public. Uh, second, with regard to uh, American citizens uh, remaining behind, the ones uh, we're in contact with, uh, we're in, we have 500 people on a task force that are, and, and teams dedicated to them to be in regular contact with them. Uh, and I have not heard from those people uh, cons- that concern raised. I, I can't say whether there are any American citizens who are not in contact with or don't know of who uh, may have been uh, mistreated in some fashion uh, in Afghanistan. Um, third, with regard to the background checks, and uh, this is very important, uh, and, you're, and you're right to, to focus on it. Um, you know, as you know, uh, before Afghans uh, evacuated from Afghanistan reach the United States, they go to a transit country, and that's where the initial checks are done. All right, I'll give you a channel point thing. What should I name it? I don't, I don't even know what to call it right now. Oh, I gotta give it a fucking picture and shit. I don't even know what to fucking do. I have to make something Photoshop. This is also complicated. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't even listening to what you were saying, Blinken. Yeah, that's what, like, if it's on default. Like, it was turned on. I don't. I don't know why I wasn't allowing you guys. We've surged Customs and Border Patrol. Uh, We've surged our intelligence and law enforcement capacity. Uh, to do those initial uh, checks, and then when they oh, get to the United you States, were, you you can first, do it. Um, at a, you had me so confused. Base, um, those checks are are continued using all of yes. I'll do show my cats uh, security uh, agencies uh, to do that, uh, so that we can make sure that uh, we are not letting anyone uh, into the country who could pose uh, a threat or a risk. It's exactly that balance that's so important as well in the SIV program. We all want to bring Afghans at risk. In the United States, we also have an obligation that you rightly point out to the security of our fellow citizens. Finally, on China and Taiwan, uh, as I said earlier, uh, whatever protestations they may be making in newspapers or in their propaganda. Oh, that's I was wanting to hear that. God damn it. I like the black and white troll. Hey, AOC has ripped Joe Manchin. Apparently, he called her a young lady. We're getting into the infrastructure bill now. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Sunday fired back at Senator Joe Manchin after the centrist senator, I think he's a he's a pretty far right-wing senator, referred to her as a young lady while responding to criticism from the congresswoman. Washington, I usually know my questions of power are getting somewhere when the powerful stop referring to me as congresswoman and start referring to me as young lady instead. Imagine if every time someone referred to someone as young lady, they were asked to respond by being addressed with their age and gender. They'd be pretty upset if one responded with the old man, right? Why this kind of weird patronizing behavior is so accepted is beyond me. Agreed, AOC. Let's let another lady skewer some, uh, skewer one Mr. Joe Manchin. Here is Katie Porter. 
on MSNBC a few days ago. Child care in this infrastructure package. You sent a letter to Speaker Pelosi about it. What do you want specifically? By the way, I'm starting to think. I've said many times we need to rally around a progressive challenger to primary Joe Biden or Harris, whoever it may be, come 2024. I'm starting to think like this may be the lady we need to rally around. Think about it. We need a child care investment that will benefit our entire economy. And that means leaving no family behind. No family should pay more than 7% of its income on child care. And the lowest income workers shouldn't have to pay anything. That is the investment that is going to jumpstart our economy. It's going to deal with the 30-year record low of women in the workforce. It's the investment that no family pays more than 7% that is going to let our economy grow in a strong, stable, and globally competitive way going forward. And that is what I'm pushing for. And I'm not alone. I'm pushing for this because this is what I'm hearing from American family after American family and from businesses, both small and large, who want and need those women in the workforce. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. We know it. We we saw such a small percentage of women make their way back to the workforce because they don't have child care. So why not make this a standalone bill? It has so much support. And I'd say that's a big chunk of the eight million that have yet to go back to work. I'm going to be honest. I have no earthly idea where this standalone bill is coming from. Chris Cuomo asked me about it last night. I have no idea who's given you this crazy talking point. Let me be clear to the American people. Women and parents and childcare aren't some special need. They are a building block of our budget and of our economy in the exact same way that environmental standards are, in the exact same way that dealing with clean energy investment, dealing with health care, this needs to go in the same bill because it's about the same thing, Stephanie. I, no, it's about I'm not saying our I, I'm not saying they're a special need. What I'm asking you is maybe they're a bigger priority than everything else. Why not push to get this made its own bill because that other stuff might fall by the wayside? You might not get enough Democrats if you think Joe Manchin is the Here we only go. Democrat who's not down with three and a half. Tri- billion? You're wrong. Trillion. Trillion. With a T. Trillion. You, there's a lot more centrist Democrats that are just... Her producer was in her ear. But they're not going to vote for three and a half trillion. Okay, let me take this in two separate pieces. The first piece is, why should child care be part of this bill? And I've partially addressed this, but let me just make a practical point to you, Stephanie. If we had the men who have run this country for hundreds of years, the wealthy men... Mm-hmm. whose wives and others have taken care of child care, so convinced that it was important, we would have done something about child care 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago when other countries did it. So I'm not today all of a sudden convinced that we have the will to deal with child care when we put off this issue decade after decade after decade. People tweet, my colleagues tweet, oh, women's payday, women are falling. It's sad, but like, you only really get one big major piece of legislation and then it's like it's on to the next congressional race. ...in this country, and it's one we have to solve as part of building back better. Now, with regard to Senator Manchin and others who want to talk about the price tag for this, let me be clear. You are a business person. You get it. You can do math. If something costs A... Then you have two options. You can negotiate down from A or you can find the money. 
we have revenue options on the table. There are a huge number of corporations that pay zero taxes. And by making savvy revenue choices, for example, using a real corporate profit approach to dealing with those corporations that pay zero, we could generate $700 billion. If we use the <laughs> tax approach, we're going to generate... I've never seen a news anchor do that during an interview. Right there, Senator Manchin, right there, anyone who's worried about spending, we can generate the revenue so that this isn't about $3.5 trillion in spending. It's not even now about $3.5 trillion in spending because we're going to generate the revenue to pay for these things. Yep. I have the will to do it. The question is, does Senator Manchin, or is he more concerned about his corporate donors, including large corporations? Yep, yep, yep. Well, not, 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 not just his corporate donors, his personal fucking pocketbook. The motherfucker is heavily invested into the coal industry. And his daughter, as we know from the reporting in The Intercept, uh, was lobbying for the fucking EpiPen's bullshit. It's 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 clear that he wants to. I, I mean, like the EpiPen thing doesn't stand to like. I don't know exactly what in the bill like the pharmaceutical industry would be against, but that's an example of just how the entrenched interests dominate Mansion's thinking. Industry and others who are getting away with paying nothing under our current tax system. All right, well, how about enforcement? It was dropped from the bipartisan bill, but the Treasury Department just said that the top 1% are evading, I'm not talking about adding new laws, evading $163 billion every year. Shouldn't Thief up enforcement. Refunding, putting more money into the IRS to enforce the existing tax, law, tax laws, wouldn't that be a great part yes, of Yes, yes, as well. Heck yes, Stephanie, but look who took that out. The very same people who are complaining that we can't afford to make investments in regular American families yep. are the same ones who are trying to shield the tax cheats of this country. It's so almost the like they're being paid by the corporations. We should fully fund the IRS enforcement. Every American should pay their fair share, whether you're a huge corporation or a you know entry-level worker. But right now we have a system in which the everyday people pay and the super, super wealthy, that top 1%, those huge multinational corporations, get away with paying nothing. I and the other people who are pushing to invest in American families, including through things like childcare, are the very same people pushing to fully fund the IRS. I'd like to see Senator Joe Manchin come out in favor of fully funding the IRS, in favor of having a fair global corporate tax system. And once we've raised that revenue, then I'm willing to talk to him about what we need to do to create a budget bill that meets his goal and his definition of being fiscally responsible. I think it's dead on, fiscally irresponsible for Senator Manchin to refuse to raise revenue. And at the same time, out of the other side of his mouth, maybe the side of his mouth that he uses to talk to his corporate donors, complain that we can't pay for the things that American families desperately need. Katie Porter, you are taking no prisoners today. We have no time left. I'm getting screamed at in my ear, but I don't care. I have to ask you. California recall happens in less than a week. What happens if Gavin Newsom loses? This is your state. Gavin Newsom is not going to be recalled. We have one of the lowest COVID rates in the country, one of the highest vaccination rates, and one of the fastest growing economies. I live in California. I'm raising my family here. Things in California are going well. This recall was a, man, you know, was a, was a part of our California process. 
it's going to be an election. I've already mailed my ballot in voting no. I'm making sure that we continue to have the Governor Newsom's leadership. Millions of Californians have joined me. I can't Don't forget to vote. Any of my friends out in Cali. Forward as a state. Yes, fuck you sponsors. I love it. The reason why I think Katie Border might be the the person we should rally behind is because like she looks like a librarian, right? Like, like I, I hate to say it, but race is still going to play a factor. And she doesn't scare like fucking Ilan Omar scares white people. Rashida Talib scares white people. Even AOC scares white people. Katie Porter, they don't have the same argument against. Like, their shields come down. And I I assume it's because of, you know, she's a middle-aged white lady. And she just, she seems not threatening, but yet, she, God, she got some fucking claws. Katie Porter takes no prisoners. Is every fucking interview, every congressional hearing. And she's good at breaking things down in plain talk. She doesn't talk like somebody who's talking down to people, but she's also fucking sassy. So I I think that might be... And she's also... Of the other high-profile Democrats in the pool, she's probably the most seasoned. She's probably the one that is the most experienced in politics and has had the most screen time and has the most recognizable. Well, I don't want to say recognizability because, man, uh, every goddamn right-winger in this country knows who Ilhan Omar and AOC is. Star Trek Discovery, is that the is that the new one that people are, are like a little mild about? Exactly. Ex- she could appeal to people who aren't super conservative with rough talk. And even might win over some conservatives. Because there is a whole strain of the Republican Party that is very anti-corporation and has just had the wool pulled over their eyes. And if you hear Katie Porter plain talk it out, you might get deprogrammed. be cool if Katie Porter could pick a Supreme Court justice. But hopefully, Biden will get to pick a Supreme Court justice, though that doesn't look likely. Justice Breyer spoke with NPR about his stupid-ass book and, of course, was asked about retirement. You did pretty well in the 2020 term. You wrote some very important opinions um, on the ACA, on student speech. You have advanced some important compromises High enough for this, shit. this past term. So, at least as I look at things now, um, I would guess that at sometime relatively early in the upcoming term, you will announce plans to retire. Am I wrong? I'm only going to say that I'm not going to go beyond what I previously said on the subject. And that is that I do not 
believe I should stay on the Supreme Court or want to stay on the Supreme Court until I die, <laughs> and uh, when exactly I should retire or will retire uh, has many complex parts to it. I think I'm aware of most of them, and uh, I am and will consider them. Well, what are the factors that adjust? Oh, there are quite a few, and I'm not going beyond what I said for this Ooh, well, I reason that I would like this interview uh, to be about my book. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would, you piece of shit. Duck up your own ass. I don't know. I I honestly don't care so much about him retiring. I really don't. Because at this point in time, the Supreme Court needs drastic reform. I am on the side of court packing. Put four more justices on. I don't give a shit. Republicans would do it if they had the opportunity. So fuck off. Put four more justices on. There is nothing stopping Biden from doing it. Now there is the committee. Supposedly we're going to hear from the commission. I don't, when was the, he issued a commission that was supposed to take six months to look at this. I don't remember exactly when that was. So I don't know how close we are to getting a report back on what he, what steps he might take to reform the Supreme court. Now, I don't know about Biden. I never like, I'm going to quit trying to predict what his position is. Cause he's, he, he, I've been wrong about him so many times. Cause like, I didn't think he was going to lobby against the filibuster. Apparently he's going to now he's flip flopping, flip flopping, but he's flip flopping in ways I like. But we'll see. Let's see if he actually has the balls to pack the court. He said he wouldn't. Amy Coney Barrett. And believe me, the right wing is going to go nuts if he actually comes out and says, all right, let's name four more justices. The right wing is going to like go ballistic. And you're going to see all the clips of him from, from the campaign trail last year and the debates and shit, talking about how, like, I don't remember how he said it. Like, it, it was a politician-y phrase. It wasn't a definite, I'm not going to pack the courts. But it was pretty well shutting out the idea. Amy Coney Barrett said in a speech over the weekend, the Supreme Court is not, not, she said, a bunch of partisan hacks, which is exactly what a partisan hack would say. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett pushed back Sunday on perceptions that biases have crept into the highest court in the U.S., per the Louisville Courier-Journal. Comments by the Trump-appointed conservative justice come weeks after the Supreme Court allowed Texas' ban on most abortions to remain in place in a 5-4 vote that President Biden called an unprecedented assault on a woman's constitutional rights. I had to I had to think there for a second. Has it been weeks since that? It has been. It was the 1st of September. It has been weeks. U.S. Justice Department has filed a lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of the Texas ban. Barrett was asked by students at the event hosted by the University of Louisville's McConnell Center, named after the turtle, I'm sure, about the abortion ruling 
and the court's decision last month to order the Biden administration to reinstate former President Trump's Remain in Mexico policy. He replied that it would be inappropriate to discuss specific cases. Barrett said she wanted the event guests to know that the Supreme Court is not comprised of a bunch of partisan hacks. She said, judicial philosophies are not the same as political parties. And added that the justices are hyper-vigilant to make sure they're not letting personal biases creep into their decisions, since justices are people too. Ma'am, fuck all the way off. So I saw this video. Coney Barrett, one of the lasting consequences of the Trump administration. I saw this video earlier today. This is from the 9-11 shit that Trump did. This is from The Blaze. It is called... This is the Donald Trump the left doesn't want you to see. So just because the blaze is challenging me and telling me that I, the left, don't want you to see this video, I decided that I was going to use my platform to show you this video to prove that the blaze is full of shit. Where's your camera? And also, that's how confident I am that he's going to embarrass himself and give us great content that we can make fun of. Thank you. Thank you. You better hope. You gotta ask something about, are you gonna be the next president? And he's like, you better hope. <laughs> First of all, they described him as like warm and loving and shit. Like that, he doesn't seem like that at all. I know what I'm gonna do, but we're not supposed to be talking about it yet from the standpoint of uh, campaign finance laws, which frankly are ridiculous, okay? You wanna know the truth, but we have to live with it. But I think you're gonna be happy. Let me put it that way, okay? I think you're going to be very happy. There is no campaign finance law that is stopping him from announcing a run for president right now. I don't know what he's talking about. Unless he's got some kind of fucking scheme that he's scamming people out of money. In our country that's worse than any stain we've ever had before. It's an embarrassment. Biden didn't even speak today. He went to all three places and he didn't speak. This motherfucker talking about a stain on our country. Like, our country still got your fucking spray tan stained on it. Literally, you stained shit in the White House, didn't you, motherfucker? Never had before. It's an embarrassment. Biden didn't even speak today. He went to all three places. And he didn't speak. I wonder why. I wonder why he didn't speak. No, think of it. No telephone. He went. No telephone. Didn't want the attention, probably. He went to three places, all three places. He went to the Pentagon, went to Pennsylvania. He came here and he didn't speak. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a shame. I'm pretty sure I didn't know the election was rigged, and that's what we got. That's what we got. 9-11, the motherfucker's going on about the election is rigged. 9-11, 20 years ago, he's like, now I have the tallest building in New York. A lot of things interesting happening. Uh, they are, you know, they're only good at doing bad things, in my opinion. If they fought the war the way they fought the election, where they stole it, I don't even say stole it, they rigged it. We would have had, this war would have been over 20 years ago. You wouldn't have had a war. You would have had the thing, they would have been apologizing 20 years ago. But they didn't do that. They don't do that. They only do bad stuff. You wonder whether or not they love our country. I love you. Thank you all very much. I guess that's what they meant by loving. This is the Trump the left doesn't want you to see. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Seems pretty Trumpy to me. Please don't take the vaccine booster. Please don't take the vaccine booster. I'm going to bet he's already had one. But I hope he sticks by his guns and doesn't take one. If that's the case, we're coming up on efficacy starting to wane. He's out here in a bunch of crowds with people. He probably thinks he's immune because he's had it and he's vaccinated. Mr. President, thank you for keeping us safe. I might have to... I had a graphic that was like Trump dies of COVID watch. I might have to bring that back. So that, that was the video that the left doesn't want you to see of Donald Trump. There we go. Trump dies of COVID watch. So we are back on. Trump dies of COVID watch. Speaking of Trump supporters, I'm going to assume he is indeed a Trump supporter. Capitol Police arrested a man with a bayonet and machete near DNC headquarters. Authorities arrested a California man early Monday who had a bayonet and machete inside his pickup truck parked near the Democratic National Committee headquarters, according to a statement from the U.S. Capitol Police. A Special Operation Division officer noticed a Dodge Dakota truck emblazoned with a swastika and other white supremacist symbols around midnight. In place of a license plate, the truck had a picture of the American flag. 
had an argument with a right winger earlier about like, oh, now they're saying the U.S. flag is a symbol of hate. Yeah, because fascists keep trying to wrap themselves in it in order to deflect criticism. It is indeed becoming a symbol of hate. Dude's got Nazi symbols on his truck and an American flag as his license plate. Uh, This is what the truck looked like. It's got fucking horns on the grill. Holy shit. I was expecting like a Nazi bumper sticker or some shit. No, like he's fucking... He sharpied it. Is that like the Nazi symbol? And then it says 45? Or is he just trying to get creative with the... The colors there? Well, um... He certainly wasn't the neatest... It says Confederate on his dashboard. Well, officers arrested the driver, Donald Craighead. Donald Craighead. And he's from California and had Confederate on his dashboard. What the fuck? Donald Craighead, 44, of Oceanside, California, over possession of prohibited weapons, including a bayonet and machete. This is good police work, plain and simple. Capital. All you had to do was look at the fucking truck and know that he was trouble. I mean, fucking, you see somebody driving around with Nazi symbols on their on their shit, you pull them the fuck over. We applaud the officer's keen observation and the teamwork that resulted in this arrest. According to the Capitol Police, Craighead claimed he was on patrol and spoke about white supremacy. The arrest was made less than a week before people are set to gather at the U.S. Capitol for a rally in support of the hundreds of pro-Trump supporters who were charged in connection with the January 6th insurrection. So, uh, mark the calendars. September 18th is the next day the dumb fucks are going to try to pull something. Apparently the fencing is going back up by the end of the week at the Capitol. Less than a month ago, Capitol Police took a North Carolina man into custody who had claimed to have a bomb in his pickup in front of the Library of Congress. This dude was patrolling outside the DNC headquarters. Holy shit. Alright, this should be, like, fun video to watch instead of, you know, really piss you off video, but still content warning. Video shows um, armed men breaking into the Attorney General's office in the northern state of Tempelipus. To free a powerful cartel leader. 
Numerous surveillance videos leaked to Vice World News show gunmen in Mexican Special Forces uniforms breaking a cartel boss out of jail just miles from the U.S. border. The shocking footage shows at least four gunmen wearing bulletproof vests with the logo of the Mexican Navy Special Forces. Holy fuck. Oh, here we go. happened on July 13th. Kind of a crazy looking jail if you ask me. Might be attached to like a city hall or some shit. Scaring the shit out of some kids. That's not cool. Adam, when I went to go unban him because he he talked nice to me, uh, um, I saw the message that got him banned and he said some shit about sparkles. That's what got him banned. So go ahead and fucking throw the ban hammer down if you want to. Now this looks like a jail. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm over here. Okay, now we've been watching it like in in fast motion. What was the timestamp on this? So 6.05 is right when they pull up. They were in and out in 15 minutes. Damn. Fuck, even less time. Hold on, hold on. They're pulling out there. They were in and out in like five minutes. Pulling up at 6.05. You're pulling back out at like 6.10. Amazing. Motherfuckers knew what they were doing. Yeah, this this clip, the 6.18... This is the aftermath of like people gathered outside. Like, what the fuck just happened? Nobody banned you for your opinions. I banned you. You talk shit about sparkles and I didn't like it. So, fuck off, dude.
What are you good grieving about, Curiouser? Tried what? Oh, you like you just came in like you popped down on the couch. It was like good grief. I tried. This ain't Seinfeld. You don't just get to like Kramer on in here. Oh, you banned him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys enjoy whatever you're doing. Have fun with it. All right, we've got another wild-ass video to watch. This one's coming to us from Florida. The cop is defending the use of force. I believe the suspect is indeed guilty. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know the story. Wayne Ivy of Brevard County, Florida described a 61-round gunfight that happened on August 30th that involved two of his deputies and a career criminal, they describe him. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily believe the cops. Even if he is a, a career criminal, even if he is a career criminal, it doesn't mean he needs to be gunned down. So... He's defending the actions, saying that evil can never be dead enough. He says that the violent criminal had used a two-month-old baby as cover while firing at deputies. The event followed a routine traffic stop in an unincorporated part of West Melbourne, Florida. A patrol car dash cam video shared by the sheriff's office shows two individuals outside the car, one of them a woman, who is chattering with Deputy Tyler Tommen. Tommen. Tommen? Tommen. At the same time, Deputy Brian Potters spoke to a man sitting in the back seat of the car, where there was also a baby and a dog. So that gives you the background. Hello, everyone. I'm Sheriff Wayne Ivey, the Brevard County Sheriff's Office. And I want to give everyone an update this evening on the deputy-involved shooting that took place on Monday, August 30th when two of our deputies were ambushed by an extremely violent career criminal during a traffic stop in West Melbourne. The attack and ambush was perpetrated by a violent career criminal with a history of 40 charges for crimes including drug trafficking, aggravated assault while discharging a firearm, battery on a law enforcement officer, and attempted first-degree felony murder, as well as... Well, until you got to the attempted first-degree felony murder, like, I, like, he sounded like a fun guy to be around to me. <laughs> for robbery with a firearm, failing to register as a career offender, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, resisting arrest with violence, possession of controlled substances, and various probation violations. Even worse and more disgusting is that this career criminal, whose name doesn't even deserve mentioning, was actually out on bond with active warrants for additional felony drug trafficking cases where he could attempt to kill our deputies when he should have been safely locked behind bars where he couldn't victimize another citizen or innocent bystander. It's Florida, man. I'm sure that like me, you're probably asking yourself right now why a thug with this kind of criminal history was ever given a bond where he could be out on our streets to harm someone else. That's a question I promised to find the answer to. But for now, I'm just extremely thankful that our deputies are safe and the suspect is no longer on this planet where he could put someone else's life in peril. Yep, yep, yeah. That's the, we got to be careful with the career criminal bullshit because a lot of charges are bullshit. 
And also, talk about recidivism. Recidivism rate. I can't fucking talk. I don't know what's wrong with me. Recidivism rates. People just coming in and out like prison only trains you to do one thing, and that's be a criminal. Doesn't really make you a functioning part of society. This jackass is up here talking about how it's all that dude's fault. I mean, if you guys keep arresting him over and over again, never give him a chance to fucking have a life. All things fucked. Well, let's take a look at the video and see what we think. Let me go ahead. I'll hit the content warning one more time because this, this might get graphic. YouTube didn't flag it, though. ...from across the country potentially face every day of their lives. What's that? In the car? All right, partner. He wants to talk to you out here. Is that all your... Yeah. You got, I'll watch it for you. He's all right. I got babies. Oh, you got a dog too? Hell. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure they're all right. I got babies too, man. Huh? Okay. First of all, like... It's a routine traffic stop. We're just we're just joining in like right now. They've got them outside of the car. Like, why did they even pull them out of the car? What was the traffic stop for? We don't know any of that information. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> I'll make sure they're all right. I got babies too, man. All right, looks like we're getting ready to pop off. Huh? Okay. I don't know about him using a baby as a shield bullshit. Damn. Reloads and, lo- and unloads another fucking clip in the As gun. In oh, no. The video, this was an extremely violent ambush that both of our deputies and the occupants of the vehicle. were. That was wild. We don't really get to see what what all went on. Every day of their lives. Now, also, like, I, this is a very weird. Um. This is very, like, as a video editor, it's weird that it's in these dimensions. It kind of seems like they have cropped the top of the video and the bottom of the video out because they didn't want us to see what went on, maybe? We also don't know what fucking happened before the stop. Why do they have them outside the car? In the car? All right, partner. He wants to talk to you. Is that all your? Yeah. I'm. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that this camera is inside. It's a dash cam. In one of their cars. I'm assuming. I can't really tell where they're at. It looks like they're in some kind of a lot. And there's also a reflection right here. Watching for you. He's all right. I got babies. Oh, you got a dog too? Hell. <laughs> I'll make sure they're all right. I got babies too, man. Yeah, I think they've cropped this. Okay. Shit! Shit! 
He's hit right there. He's hobbling around. I can't, like, he didn't try to run or anything. Like, he wanted to fuck some cops up. Like he had like a like an automatic pistol or some shit. This was an extremely violent ambush that both. I don't think so. Were extremely blessed to survive. This individual had absolutely no regard for human life and was focused on only one thing: killing our deputies to avoid arrest, as he knew he was facing several minimum mandatory prison sentences in his pending cases. As you can see, the subject not only fired numerous rounds at our deputies, but also after his gun jam, used the butt of the rifle to violently and repeatedly strike Deputy Potters in the head, causing significant injuries and lacerations. Oh, so that's what happened. No doubt. This individual got exactly what he deserved. And to those out there who might be foolish enough to ask why we shot him so many times, that answer is simple. Because evil can never be dead enough. Now that you've had a chance to see the ambush and response by our deputies as it occurred in real time, I'm going to show you the incident as it unfolds in slow motion so that you can see exactly what took place and how our deputies responded. Well, I mean, I'm going to watch it again. So the first thing we see is Deputy Toman talking with the female occupant of the vehicle, while a second occupant of the vehicle is seen leaning against the trunk of the car where the perpetrator is actually seated in the back seat. I want to be very clear in stating that neither of these two occupants had anything to do with this ambush or criminal activity, and I'm extremely grateful that they were not injured and how they immediately returned to the scene as instructed by Deputy Toman. At an early point in the video, you observe Deputy Toman asking Deputy Potters to have the third subject exit the vehicle. Prior to this point, Deputy Potters has been very politely conversing with the subject and talking about the two-month-old baby in the back seat and a dog that was also in the back seat as well. As Deputy Potters asked the subject to exit the vehicle, I will give them that. The cops were polite. ambushed with a small stock AR-15 styled rifle that is pointed and fired directly at him. Deputy Potters immediately attempts to avoid being shot by trying to create distance between himself and the shooter, who aggressively opens fire on him as he takes cover at the front of the vehicle. The subject now fires at Deputy Potters from the driver's side of the vehicle and appears to actually get hit himself, as you also hear Deputy Potters announce that he has been hit with gunfire. The subject then goes between the two vehicles and additional shots can be heard being fired. Deputy Toman and Deputy Potters can now briefly be seen taking a position between Deputy Potters' patrol car and Deputy Toman's patrol unit when the suspect emerges from behind Deputy Toman's patrol unit and violently strikes Deputy Potters. Wild! As the suspect repeatedly batters Deputy Potters in the head with the butt of the gun, the two of them fall to the ground where the subject continues to strike Deputy Potters in the head with the gun. Deputy Toman at this point gains a tactical advantage on the target and fires multiple rounds. He came around the other side of the car. Saving Deputy Potter's life. As a result of the ambush and repeated blows to the head by this violent thug, Deputy Potter sustained a gunshot wound to the lower leg, multiple head lacerations, tissue damage, a concussion, and fractures of the orbital bone and sinuses. Thankfully, Deputy Toman did not suffer any injuries during Deputy the Deputy Toman's kind of cute. The suspect was subsequently pronounced dead from gunshots sustained during the ambush. An attack on our oh, no, he's giving me the eye over here. From the video, both of our deputies were in a battle for their lives as this disgusting and evil individual had a blatant disregard for their lives, the life of others at the scene. I'm sorry. And the life of the two-month-old baby who was in the car 
You like cover. Take him out of the cop suit, man. You can't tell you can't tell me that he's not cute. When I tell you that we are blessed that God was watching over our deputies and those present at the scene, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And I that God was watching over your deputies, don't make me laugh. I don't know what's going on down there in Florida. It's just Florida. Florida middle schoolers charged with plotting mass shooting had extensively studied Columbine. Florida deputies arrested two middle school students who they say were planning a mass shooting at their campus thanks to a tip from a classmate. The Lee County Sheriff's Office said a student at Horns Marsh Middle School in Lee Acres told an 8th grade teacher about another student who possibly had a gun in his bag. When school administrators searched the student's backpack, they didn't find any weapons. However, a map of the school was located. The map contained markings indicating the location of each of the school's interior cameras. Deputies arrested two students, ages 13 and 14, who said both teens were well-known to law enforcement. Do we Do we have a... We have a video. Watch the video here. Breaking at 11 o'clock, guns and knives discovered inside the homes of two teens accused of plotting a school shooting. Hello again, everyone. I'm Chris Safadi. I'm Amanda Hall. Deputies also found a map. What the fuck? Where's it at? Fix your fucking sight. The video all the way down at the bottom shouldn't autoplay while the while I'm watching the one at the top locations of all the cameras inside of the school <laughs> before florida man there must be florida students with the tip, potentially stopping a tragedy we have team coverage tonight let's start with the night beats just in case outside the school and justin and what up justin they stopped a parkland like shooting what went through parents minds when they heard about this well, parents were terrified. I spoke. We're just a couple of weeks into the school year. We've already had what? There was one mass shooting I know of for sure at the school behind me. And tonight, she wants to make sure that the students who came forward with the teeth cute that they are heroes. I'm so happy that you guys. A cab, except him, because he was looking at me like he was giving me the eye. I'm sorry. Let me go back. What went through parents' minds? I, this is the horrible fucking story for me to be making jokes over about how cute the cop was. I can I can turn him around. I can get him to take off the uniform. Believe me, I want him to take off the uniform. I'm not gay either. You know that, right? Well, parents were terrified. I spoke with one mother whose daughter... Not that there's anything wrong with that. ...one of the two students accused of plotting the school shooting here at the school behind me. And tonight, she wants to make sure that the students who came forward with the tip know that they are... I'll heroes. give you a tip. I'm so happy that you guys came forward. It's I absolutely okay to be gay. Mature enough to understand that that is not okay. No, 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 no. Happy. Her daughter... Gay is too limiting for my sexuality, warlord. I'm more than gay. I, I encompass the gay, but I'm more than gay. What I have is a sexual abnormality. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm doing the Simpsons thing. This is once again, this is a serious story. The fucking I saw the mugshots of the kids. I can't believe I saw the mugshots. That that seems weird that they would 
I'm not denying it. I suck dick. I'm I'm not denying. <laughs> I'm not denying anything. I'm saying that gay is too narrow of a term for me. I fuck everybody. <laughs> gay plus. They're... Oh, I've never been in a relationship with another man. I wouldn't rule it out. But I have dated uh, trans women. Women. I don't know. Dudes just... Um, I don't like dudes. I'm not... Uh, <laughs> like, sucking a dick is fun every now and again. But, like, I just don't like dudes. I like hanging out with women. So that's why like, I date women, pretty much. Gay plus plus. Equal opportunity fucker. There we go. This is a horrible story to be talking about my sex life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're cuz we're going to go I'm going to make plenty of fucking comments about the sex when we get to little Nas X. Cuz I really enjoyed his performance and when he got into the fucking pile with the dudes I'm like I get in that pile. That's hot. If you guys watch the VMAs, I mean, I didn't watch the VMAs. I watched the performances on YouTube. Daughter is home safe tonight, but nervous. Guys are gross. May bring. I'm just nervous for my kid. Do I even feel safe sending her back to school tomorrow? Students alerted their teacher that I don't blame you. May have a gun at school. A school resource deputy searched that student. They didn't find a gun, but a map of the school was located. You've got YouTube. You can go the watch the markings indicating the location of each of the school's interior cameras. The yeah, yeah, I'd fuck Freddie Mercury to too. Homes of both 13-year-old Connor. And join in on one of whatever crazy words you see was doing. Learned the students took an interest. In the Columbine High School shooting. I liked him better with long hair, though. I didn't like the, like, buzz-cut leather daddy look he had in the 80s. Investigators say the two students were also researching how to make pipe bombs and acquire firearms illegally. This could have turned disastrous. We are one second away from a Columbine here. Parents wonder how such... One second? ...got their hands on weapons. It's kind of mind-boggling that these children are even thinking about this stuff. But above well, it's, all, it's thankful their children... It's the U.S. And want to thank the students who came forward. You got attention to the adults and you got it all handled. You guys are amazing and you guys are little superheroes. And investigators say both Philip Bird and Connor Pruitt are being evaluated at a mental health facility tonight, and both are facing charges of conspiracy. 13 and 14, and they're using their names and showing us their mugshots. I don't think that's right. The two kids now in custody were already well known to deputies. Between the two, deputies responded dozens of times to their. So they're troubled. They need the most attention. The sheriff's office tonight. Gail, there was a lot that went into these arrests. Yeah, and the superintendent went as far to say those kids who brought forward that tip are heroes. See something, say something paid off. He also mentioned the importance of having law enforcement right here in the schools. Those students reported this to their teacher, then their teacher reported this to the administrators, and then they went to the SRO who emptied the classroom and kept those students safe. After the Parkland school shooting, Florida lawmakers reacted quickly. They passed a law that requires each public... This was in Florida, but... Uh... Safety Lee County? I don't know. I don't know what county that, that is. Between the SRO and students. I don't know what you know. Municipality is near the there. Building relationships between us. I, I don't know what county that is. It's the Lee County Sheriff. 
news organization are we looking at? W-I-N-K. What city are you in? I don't even fucking know. Fort Myers. At least that's where the TV station is out of. Students and teachers and students and when they have law enforcement can be vital to helping stop one of these attacks before it occurs. The two children who are accused in the plot were already known to law enforcement. Deputies responded about 80 times to their homes combined. One of the favorite phrases. Yeah, I don't I don't have to tell you what race they are, right? Is past behavior. Now, Coco told us that most students don't There's a Confederate flag on the wall. ...through with their threat, but law enforcement has to investigate because what if? And in this case, their investigative tools led them to potentially stopping a tragedy. Live on the night beat, Gail Levy, Wink News, now. All right, Gail, and a lot of people... Um, okay, we've seen some all right police work tonight. Not a usual thing on this show. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know about the dude that we watched the cops take down. That was because he he was attacking them. He was he was out to kill them. That wasn't that wasn't a cop just you know stepping over over their bounds. Like the cops were being polite and. Other than I, I, I'm assuming that they violated their Fourth Amendment pulling them over in the first place. Over to Texas. Texas lawyer's murder was fueled by anti-Biden fury and a satanic delusion. Joseph Alvarez allegedly told police he targeted a random couple over the insane idea that they were conducting magic abortions in the park. Man accused of fatally shooting an El Paso lawyer and injuring her husband was arrested this week after hunting the couple down at their home in what he claimed was an effort to root out satanic activities, including abortions by magic at a nearby park. Police are now... I think a magic abortion is called uh, the morning after pill, isn't it? Alvarez's arrest in connection with the shooting of lawyer... Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped something. Police are now holding Joseph Angel Alvarez, 38, in the El Paso County Jail under a $2.5 million bond after a SWAT team and detectives arrested him outside his job at a Papa John's Pizza they confirmed in a news release on Wednesday. Alvarez's arrest came in connection with the shooting of lawyers Georgette Kaufman, 50, and Daniel Kaufman, 47. El Paso Police Department officials confirmed, according to an obituary, Georgette worked in the Texas Attorney General's office as an assistant attorney general in the Child Support Division in El Paso for seven years. The evening of November 14th of last year, officers responded to a shooting call and found Daniel Kaufman suffering from a gunshot wound at a nearby residence. After a search of the area, police discovered the dead body of his wife. Oh, poor dude. According to court documents obtained by the El Paso Times, Alvarez said he was executing and exterminating the pro-choice Jewish Satan worshippers. 
Fuck Nazis. When he descended on Kaufman's home, ambushing Georgette Kaufman before trying to enter the home and shoot her husband. Alvarez allegedly targeted a group of four homes that included the Kaufmans because of their proximity to a local park. Police said in an affidavit the suspect committed the crimes based on his belief that the four houses were involved in satanic activities associated with Memorial Park. After the murder, police investigators said they uncovered a message that Alvarez had apparently pinned to a U.S. Army email describing extremist beliefs that included photographs of houses near the park and images of his victim's driveway. Alvarez said in the email that the Memorial Park was the location of a satanic rich... Hold on, I fucked that up. It was the location of a ritualistic satanic ground to conduct abortions by the manner of magic. Also, we never... we, We didn't get more details on that. I've said that phrase like three times, which is... It's a hilarious phrase to say, other than the fact that it resulted in somebody getting killed. But I wanted more details on exactly what he thought these magic abortions looked like. He also allegedly said in the email that he targeted the Kaufman's house because he believed that they had voted for President Joe Biden and had a Biden flag and a doll of Trump hanging. He also called pro-choice people the Jewish Satanic Party. Cop said that Alvarez also demanded in the email that people stop all murder of babies. Police noted that on the night of the alleged murder, another house on the targeted block had Democratic and LGBTQ signs on the front lawn, according to cell phone data collected by investigators. We have some fucked up things going on in this country. From school shootings to guys going crazy and being Nazis. But what's Bill Maher upset about this week? Oh, it's the magic flag song. The the dude who hosted a show called Politically Incorrect is upset about the Black National Anthem. What the what the fuck is all I got to say? I think when you go down a road where you're having two different national anthems, colleges sometimes now have, many of them have different graduation ceremonies for black and white, separate dorms. This is what I mean, segregation. You've inverted the idea. That's, that's, that's fucking, that's Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro fucking bullshit. This is a dude that's on HBO. I wouldn't be surprised if he's, apparently, his ratings haven't been doing all that well as of late. So we may be seeing a shift to the right because he's auditioning for Fox News or some shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We're going back to that under a different name. So, like, I first of all, I don't give a shit about national anthems. Fuck your national anthem. But like, if you're gonna, you're gonna have like, if you're gonna have one, why not just have the lift every voice and sing? That's a hell of a lot better than. Star, star, star. 
Yeah, that shit. Yeah, that song even... That song sucks. The best part about that song is watching people fuck it up because it, it's so hard to sing. But hey, Bill Maher is like really making a play to appeal to like... I guess he sees the money with the with the Steven Crowder, the Dave Rubin. Like Dave Rubin is stupid as fuck and is making a shit ton of money. He made the comments in a wider discussion about race during which he argued that the American education system had become a social justice factory. A social justice factory. Moore made reference to critical race theory being taught into... What? He even talked about critical race theory? As well as the number of teachers who have publicly resigned because of it. He really is. He really is making a play to go right wing. Jesus Christ. You're going to see him on Fox or The Blaze or something. Probably not The Blaze. It's going to be on Fox. Bill Maher is going to go to fucking Fox News. I'm going to be amazed. I just Lil Nas X thanked the gay agenda in an instantly iconic acceptance speech at the MTV Video Music Awards. I did not see uh, his acceptance speech. He won uh, Video of the Year. I did not watch that. I watched the performance and the performance was killer. And when like, this is a screen back there. And when it flipped from whatever it was at the beginning to that jail scene, like that was really neat. And then when he like, he did like the end of the, the call me by my name and he like fell into the pile of dudes. That was fucking hot. Taking to the stage, a shocked little Nas X said, Okay, first I want to say thank you to the gay agenda. Let's go, gay agenda! He is the best positivity troll. That's I didn't like the I didn't like the old town road, whatever the first fucking song was. I've liked every song since. I did not like that old town road song. I'm like, oh, this this novelty. I do not like this act. No, no, no. Dude won me over. He's fucking hilarious. He's a great troll. He wanted to thank his team and everyone who helped create the majestic music video. You haven't seen the new, the, uh, industry baby music video. And he's got the, like, <laughs> it's got this scene in a jail shower. And he released the, uh, unedited version or uncensored version of the shower scene. Because they're all just slinging dong around, but it's, you know, blurred out. And when he released the uncensored version, you get to that shower scene and, like, it does a, uh, like, it's buffering. (laughs) I love that. I love that shit. Oh, I got Rickrolled. That's awesome. I fucking love Rickrolls. I miss them. 
Lil Nas X's incredible victory was just one of the big moments of the night. He also wowed fans with the heavily sexualized performance of Industry Baby. Forever was introduced by, uh, is that Posse Store? Oh, Billy Porter, that dude's cool too. Who delivered an emotional speech about queer black visibility. The world wasn't ready for all this black boy joy. Yeah, yeah, I like it wasn't a bad song, but I just don't like the country twang and everything. But yeah, yeah, the the second song I'm like fuck yeah. Trailblazing rapper took to the stage wearing an all pink outfit with a crown, he immediately stripped down and migrated to his Montero prison where he danced shirtless in front of backup dancers sporting pink balaclavas. I didn't say it. Baklavas. I didn't say it right either. Yeah, he wore a fucking dress on the red carpet. Machine Gun Kelly got attacked by Conor McGregor. I I didn't read the story behind that bullshit. I'm assuming that's some sort of setup for a uh, a fight in the ring or some shit. Because I don't even I don't even know what's going on with these pay per view fights now. It's just. Anybody could get in the boxing ring with anybody. Who fucking knows? They're going to dig up Ali's fucking bones and have him in a fight not too long from now. But what was the Doja Cat's weird fucking outfit she had on made her look like a, a, a worm? Yeah, yeah, that shit. That shit right there with Lil Nas X. That, that was hot. I would go jump in that pile. And, like, he's not usually my type. He's a little more masculine than I I go for. Uh, but he just... Mm, 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 mm. Let's see him on the red carpet. Before we watch some bulldogs bouncing on trampoline. I mean, I was proud watching his performance because I, I grew up in the over-sexualized 90s where there are, you know, women artists doing this shit all the fucking time. It's nice to see a man do it. It's nice to see the representation. And it also, it makes right-wingers' heads explode. I fucking love it. Alright, as promised, a bulldog bouncing on trampoline. Aw, uh, no fucking uh, sound. I wanted to hear the baby laughing with the dog barking and shit, but no, it's got to be a Daily Mail fucking video with music under it. Georgie! I don't know, he does flips like I do flips. Like, not gracefully at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, when Little Richard died, I went back and watched some old performances, and I that motherfucker does not get the credit he deserved. He was amazing. Like I always looked at him as a novelty act and shit. Looking back on it, like because he was a kid in the nineties, growing up in like eighties and nineties, 
That's kind of what he was. He was like a novelty. He was like a fucking punchline and shit. The motherfucker really was like amazing. Amazing. Just like Georgie here doing. Yes. Yes. He can sell a bump. I wasn't paying attention to the Roddy. I was going off on. Little Richard. Cause that really that fucks with me that he didn't get the credit he deserved, and what an amazing performer. So I, I like to to you know when people die, uh, I watch I watch their shit. I give them a go. Wrestler dies, I go back and watch their matches. I musician dies, I go look. I go back. I you know fucking listen to Rolling Stones all day when Charlie Wise died. Went back and watched some live performances of Little Richard. Oh my god. Oh shit, fucking Media Winch is already into her interview. If you're watching on Twitch, this is going to be awesome. She's got one of the dudes affiliated with the Red, White, and Blueprint crew. So they're probably already into it now. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.